Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 650, titled Pay to Play. This is the show about gaming, Xboxes, Xboxing, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, uh, and anything else that we want to talk about. Uh, I am one of your fine hosts for today. My name is Rob, also known as Presar, and with me I got my good buddy Mark. Hey everybody, how you doing? Also known as Wingman709. And the overused joke for the last couple of years is Brun is on assignment at GamesCon. Yeah. 1999 this time. But uh, real quick, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. And in addition to all of that, the TXL Game Pass Game of the Month for April 2022, which is the current month that we are in and recording this right now and when this will be released, hopefully, is Tunic. Uh, that's on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, get it. Uh, if you don't have Game Pass, I guess you could always buy it. But uh, it is available for you, and we'll talk about it uh, at the end of the show. And we'd love to get your feedback on our Facebook group, or you can even send us an email at contact at this Xbox Life and let us know what you think and see if all of our stuff agrees. Um, let's get on with what we've, what we've been playing. So what you been playing, Mark? Boop. 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 <laughs> um, I've been playing a lot of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Um, actually completed the game. Oh, wow. Completed. Well, completed the story, the, the campaign story. Completed all the side quests. <laughs> um, maxed out my character. I'm now on the, um, oh, what is it called? After you hit level 40, then you go in and you rank, you rank up other things. I, I forgot what it was called. I'm in there constantly. Um, but anyway, so, and I, I think that level is like in the sixties or something. Um, what I'm doing right now is there, once you complete the story, it opens up this thing called chaos, like chaos chambers oh, wait, or something like, like that. It is I, chaos, like that chaos. Uh, no. You know what I'm talking about? From Skylanders. Skylanders, yeah, there you go. Not Skylanders chaos. Okay. But uh, it's like a run of different dungeons. And there's anywhere from, like you start out, you got to clear the fur. You got to do a run of like, I don't know five dungeons or something. And then you complete that, you unlock level one and then you do the next run and they just, and you got to get up to level 20 and they just get harder and harder. And um, there's lots of rewards, but you're going to get the harder you do, the better loot you get. And I did a level 20 today. I just did a random, you know, joined a random game and they were doing a level 20 and these people were just so overpowered. And I was just like, what the heck? And, um, I, I watched them like destroy a boss, like the final level, like the final boss you got to fight. They're pretty brutal. And these guys wiped them out in no time. And I'm just like, wow, these guys must got, you know, must've been playing for a long time. Well, all of a sudden we're, when you're in, after you complete that, you go into this loot room and it was spitting out some epic loot. And I was like, sweet, I'm getting golds and stuff. I'm all, you know, getting happy about the shinies. 
and I'm standing there and spending my little crystals that you get in this mode to, to try to get, you know, more loot. And all of a sudden someone just starts throwing out, just dropping tons of, uh, epic items. I mean, uh, legendary items. And, uh, and I was like, holy crap. And no one's like taking was I just ran over there and I'm just like, gimme, 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 gimme. <laughs> I grabbed them all. Um, and then I go out and lo and behold, they're all modded. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? And, uh, yeah, that's, I guess, one of the benefits or drawbacks of being mixed in with the, with crossplay is there's PC gamers out there who seem to get access to modded weapons and, uh, they go across to the Xbox. So my entire, I've got modded like armor, you know, spells, all my weapons are like, I, I go in now by myself. I can go into the final boss fight. And I did this earlier. You come down and it's, and and the last levels always seems to be the same. You're always like dropping down onto the boss, right? Into this big arena. And I did one today. As soon as I come down off the chute to go drop way down into this arena pit, the boss spawns and I start shooting at him and he was dead before I hit the floor. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> one gun, no, no magic power. And I just, just you're dead. <laughs> so my my final achievements to do i only have four like five achievements left in the game two of them have to deal with you got just got to get tons of money so you've got to buy all the upgrades to like one of your like your backpack right to max out how much stuff you can carry right you upgrade that fully that's an achievement and then you got to upgrade every like all your weapon ammos grenade ammos your bank a bill, a bank, bank storage, your, um, uh, what else? There's something else, but you know, you got to do all that and it just takes a crap ton of money. So it's just going to be, you know, and then, um, getting to chaos level 10 and 20. Well, I did beat a 20, but I didn't unlock it myself. Like I didn't get there. So, um, but I, I can right now I'm like, I'm just running through them by myself and I can go through in a matter of minutes and just, mm -hmm. Even on the finals, like you're done. Wow. Get the loot, go out, start, you know, go up to the next one, go up to, you know, and just rerun it. <laughs> so it's insane. But like I've got so much legendary gear right now because this chaos mode just spits out legendary items like crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's just like I don't even pick up epic items anymore. If I do, it's just at the end, then I'll just because I just use it to sell to get the money so I can try to upgrade the stuff I need to upgrade. Um, mm -hmm. and, but that's it. And then, uh, once I get those, you know, that's it. The, the last achievement is get all achievements. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit of a grind, but it's a very, it's going to be a very easy grind right now. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. I was so shocked. It's like this gun does like 20,000 damage or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> per second yeah yeah and it's just like and it's like he bosses are just they're just dead they just disintegrate mm -hmm. so i just that that just happened to me like two hours ago i was like this is insane so i've kind of been having a little fun with that um and i've got a ton of epic weapons so if anybody 
I think you still have to be level 40 because they're all geared for level 40. But if anybody wants any, just let me know. I And I can give you non-modded ones because everything I pick up in these runs are not modded. The stuff that they're so. Um, but if you want some of those, I've got some extras. Um, I don't know how to dupe them or anything. It was just, like I said, I grabbed everything this guy dropped. And some of the stuff was duplicates. So um, I can drop a couple mods to anybody. It's first come, first serve. But if you just want some legendaries, I can give, I can spare some stuff. So if, you know, even the legit ones. So hit me up. Um, also, we talked with Brun last week on the show. Uh, we were going to supposed to try to play Fortnite with him this weekend. Um, no, our schedules didn't match up. I ended up playing with him yesterday, <coughs> and uh, my my two youngest kids joined because um, I know you were busy with work. Mm, um, yeah. And uh, we played three matches. All were victory royales in no build squads. So Brun was pretty happy. So if you remember his very first experience with Fortnite is he jumped in and got sniped by Dr. Lupo and then he quit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Said, I'm done with this. Uh, last night, his first game, Victory Royale. Second, Victory Royale. Third, Victory Royale. And he's like, I'm going to quit while I'm did on you, top. <laughs> did you guys play a regular one or is that like no building mode out now? It's We did the no builds. Yeah, okay. that that mm-hmm. is a selectable mode. Nice. So that that's what I choose to play. So, um, but yeah, with, it was pretty awesome that the four of us, we just went three in a row and I'm just like, this is awesome. So it was nice. And it was weird. He's calling out stuff. Cause he's so used to calling out, you know, my kids and I were just like enemy over here. You know, we're not like uh, enemy at the uh, 82.7 degrees North. Uh, <laughs> you know, Brian's like knocked, uh, uh, enemy at 82, uh, you know, spotting and all this. I mean, I'll spot enemies, but. You know, usually with the kids, it's just like, I got an enemy over here. And they're just like, okay, <laughs> you know, but uh, Brian was just like, holy crap. It's like, I'm playing with someone who actually knows how to really play the game. So it was, it was a joy to to play with him. So, and he enjoyed it. He had a good time. He actually really liked it. He was very jealous of my uh, Master Chief skin and nice. uh, my Pelican glider. So I was showing off. <laughs> He's like, I want that. And I was like, it's not available. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, good time. And then um, the only other thing um, that I did was watch Halo episode three today. Um, awesome. Awesome. Show. I really enjoy this show, man. Good I, huh? It's good stuff. It's good stuff, man. Uh, Cortana's finally we learn about the girl in the bubble and oh, that's we get a spoiler what bubble. What are you talking I'm, about? I haven't seen the second. One. I'm, I'm not saying anything. Wait, well, it, you would have seen that. The girl in the bubble is like, is that like the man in the mirror? So nope. Something like that. Okay. I just call it a girl in the bubble. All right. So, but uh, yeah, this, this one is uh, we get Cortana now and uh, learn some more things. And it's just, it's it's really good. I'm really really liking this, and I can't wait to see where um, the Covenant's special little person. And I'm trying to. You know, I'm very curious as to how that individual is going to play into this story. So I I'm you get more background on that one, and on on Master Chief, and it's. It's pretty cool. I'm really digging how these 
things are working out and seeing like, you know, how Master Chief and Cortana came together and that it wasn't, uh, wasn't necessarily a happy introduction. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's just done. This, this is, they've just done such a great job. I'm really happy with it. So. Excellent. And supposedly there's like, I guess there's nine episodes. I guess originally it was going to be 10, but um, it's, I guess season one's currently nine episodes. So we got six weeks left. So if anyone's wanting that free month of Paramount plus you've got, you know, try to figure it out. If you want to do it that route, there's going to be nine weeks. And this today was week three. They come out on Thursdays. So hopefully that'll help you manage it. But yeah, I heard bits and pieces of the major Nelson podcast show, whatever. Uh huh. Mm, I don't remember if it was this week or last week, six months ago, whenever it was. And they were talking about the show, about the halo show. They said something like, I guess it took forever to shoot. I don't know if you if you listen to it. It, it took like a couple of years to shoot because of COVID and stuff. So it was like a long time in process. I want to say it was like over three years or something. Well, yeah, they they were working on it before COVID hit, mm-hmm. and then that I mean that just really and then the pause button hit probably. Yeah, it did. It paused a lot of that stuff for a couple of years now. So wait, how is uh, how is there COVID on? Whatever the hell planet that was. That's what I want to know. On Reach? Maybe that's what yeah. wiped it out. Maybe yeah. it wasn't the Covenant. It was COVID. Mm-hmm. It was a Covenant, Covenant COVID? plot. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Covenant 19? Maybe it was the COVID? Yeah. So. But that's it. Just playing a lot of a lot of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands this week. Nice. I still need so. to pick that up. Yeah, you do? Yeah, hopefully they got that five bucks thing on uh, the point still i need to check that out but yeah i didn't get any gaming in. it's been a really if it wasn't a family show i would use some colorful <laughs> words to explain this past week it's so, been very fun huh uh yeah <laughs> so All i mean right. to the point where it's barely been even any like online gaming or mobile gaming like yeah wow so you're not the mobile game. That's some serious. Uh, yeah, you're busy. <laughs> but um, other than that stuff, just want to mention real quick that a uh, great way to support the show is to review us on whatever platform you consume this podcast on, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, whatever. If uh, there's a way to review the show, you know, please go in there, review it, take just a couple seconds, give us uh, max stars, rating, whatever. We'd really appreciate it. Usually it helps boost the rankings, people find out more about it. We help grow the community and all that stuff. We'd really appreciate it uh, if you could do that for us. Also, we have a Facebook group. Uh, it's called Big Surprise, This Xbox Life. Uh, you can get to there real quick. I, uh, well, just by searching for This Xbox Life on Facebook. If you're not a member already, you have to ask to join. Just answer two simple questions. I, I guess you don't really even need to be like exact. Just be close, <laughs> so we know you're not a bot, <laughs> scammer, spammer, whatever, and we'll let you right in, and uh, you can join the awesome community that we have. 
Uh, also, you can leave us a voicemail on our website, thisxboxlife.com. There's a voicemail widget on the right-hand side that lets you leave voicemails up to 90 seconds long. If you need to talk longer, just break it up into like two or more or just send us an MP3 recording at to compact, uh, com. I was going to say Comcast. Contact <laughs> at this Xbox Life. I, I was I had Comcast on the brain because they went out twice today while I was trying to work. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, contact at this Xbox Life, and uh, we'll play it on the show. And we got two of them this week. First one's from which one are we going to do first? From well, the first one. Let's say Catflap. Good morning, gentlemen. Catflap here. So. Still battling on with Borderlands 3. Thank you, Wingman, for that advice. That has been taken up. Lego, Saga, Star Wars, Luke Skywalker thing is coming out this month, April the 1st. April the 4th? Anyway, it's pre-purchased. I am looking forward to playing that game. A very easy-to-play game. So, gentlemen, here's a question. What is your biggest regret for not finishing a game? What game did you never finish and regretted never seeing the end of that story or timeline within that game? It can be from any decade, even all the way back to the Amigas. But what is that game that you never finished but always sort of thought to yourself, one day I will go back and finish that game? One day. I will see the end of the story. Obviously, things are different now with YouTube, as you can watch end of stories, but in the heyday, you couldn't do that. So what's that one game? For me, oh, it was Mercenary in a Commodore 64. That was a good game, Mercenary in a Commodore 64. I wonder if they ever bring out a new one. And Deliver Us Mars. That sounds awesome. I shall be researching that now to see what it's about. As always, thank you for doing the show, gentlemen. Well, look at him right. going back into <laughs> Commodore Land with C64 and Amiga. Wow, love Man, those. Just, yeah, like I'm having so many like back you know, flashbacks right now. And good <laughs> flashbacks, <laughs> not like yeah. PTSD flashbacks either. Right? No, good, good ones. Uh, um, like the Bitmap Brothers. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm trying to remember. Like, I had the Amiga 1000, and I think a 1200. Is that right? Was there an Amiga? Th- I got to look this up because I don't think I had the 500. Yeah, I had the 500 um, and a 64 before that. Yeah. And I remember the 64 with the tape deck where I was, I had B1 Bomber on a cassette tape. Yeah. And I would have to load that cassette for about three minutes before the game would play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow, look, I'm looking at it. So Amiga 1200, it came out in 1992. 29 years ago it had a whopping two meg of ram and its cpu old school motorola was 14 megahertz Woo, screaming yeah <laughs> well you had the 500 right yeah which i think came out before not amiga 50 Let's see amiga 500 that's got to be i think even less specs no, oh, it also, oh, it got discontinued in '92, so it came out in '87. Holy smokes! And that came in at 700 bucks at the time. 
I don't even remember where like I got this thing because yeah. I certainly didn't. But maybe maybe my dad bought it or something. So it had either five twelve or one meg. So either half a meg or one meg, and its CPU was at a whopping seven megahertz. Yeah, and, baby. And Woo. now we got what like. Two, three. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. how about that game? Yeah. What's that game that I had a couple come to mind, but it's not. So, the first one was back on Windows 95 days, the original XCOM game. I played that all the way to the point where it would go to Mars and you, you'd go to that final mission and the game would, would crash. I never got to go to Mars in the original X, X, uh, XCOM game. And that bothered me because it was like, that was the first game that I actually, remember I, I said that like Halo was the first game ever completed. XCOM was the first game I would have completed had it not crashed at the final level. And I could never, like, I would reload, you know, start the game over and you go to go up to the thing to hit the load up to Mars or go to the, and it would just crash. I'm like, this, this sucks. You know, so I never got to finish the game. Um, the other one I don't really care about, but Horizon is it Zero Dawn? Um, I got to the point where it was like, okay, you can if you continue now, you're going to be to the final mission. You know, you got to you know make sure you do everything you want before you proceed. And I just was like, I didn't have any desire to finish it, and I. <laughs> It's just, I didn't really care for the game. I'm surprised I even got that far. You know, I think it was more out of boredom. And when I finally got to that point, I was just like, I just don't care. You know, mm-hmm. it, I think it would have been nice to see the end of it. And maybe I'll do what Catlab said. I'll just look it up on YouTube and watch somebody play the end of it. <laughs> and maybe I can find the end of the XCOM too. See what the final mission looks like. <laughs> yeah. But, um, what about you? Do you have anything? Well, the list is really freaking large. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Um, I would say like one of the Bioshocks, maybe. I, all games from all times and all systems. Yeah, I, I liked I liked those. It just never happened. Because um, uh, you know how long it takes me to finish a game. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Yeah. So I'd say like the Bioshocks and there's like a huge list and there, there's a bunch of games that I finished that I wish I didn't. I wish I invested the time into something a little more uh, fun, but uh, you know, I, I tend to like when there's a game that I like in a certain way, I, I, I just want to finish it. And I used to get really wrapped up in the whole, I need to get everything everywhere. So do all the collectibles and that yeah. really like kills the games for me because I mean, there's like the Batman games, which I love. And I was thinking about mentioning those. It just, I just get hung up on trying to like find all the stuff. And then it's like, okay, I'm totally burned out in this game. I can't play this anymore. And then it goes on the digital wall of shame, <laughs> but I'll go Bioshock or, or maybe even one of the Batmans. I mean, I don't think I finished any of them. Arkham, Asylum or City, Dark Knight, whatever. But I really like them. Huh. And the new one, I probably won't finish either. How about that for being optimistic? <laughs> there you go. 
All right. All right. Well, here's the next one for thanks, Cat Flap. Yeah. And then here's the next one from Silo eighty four. Hey guys, it's Silo. Uh, long time no see. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, just curious, your thoughts on game demos that um, I kind of wish they would really bring them back, so we aren't wasting the now seventy dollars to play a game that we end up hating. I uh, kind of wish that was a thing, like back in the day when you would get your game magazine, they would have a disc, you know, with with game demos and stuff like that on it. Uh, just curious your thoughts on that, if that would be beneficial. Um, so, like, again, not spending 70 bucks on a game that I end up not liking. Um, keep up the good work. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Silo out. What you think, Bron? Er, Bron's, Bron's not here. <laughs> well, what do you think? Yes. Um, well, I've, I've said this before. I mean, that's what I loved about the 360 was – Demos were required in the 360 generation. So uh, there was games that I would try the demos and be like, Ooh, this is great. And would buy the game. Something I didn't even tend to buy before. Mm -hmm. I bought it solely because of the demo that I was able to try it out. And when they came out the Xbox one and they took that need away or that requirement, it sucks. I've, you know, I've bought stuff like no demos like forever. Right. They don't, they just, and even now we really don't have them anymore. Um, now I know that, what is it? Sony's PlayStation plus premium. I think their top tier is going to come with game demos, but I don't know if that's going to be now a requirement. Are they going to make, are they going to make these companies put out demos or is it just going to be like, you can, I don't, I don't know how they're going to work that, but, um, if you have the top tier, uh, PlayStation, maybe you'll have the opportunity to try a game. Um, I guess why I like Game Pass. I can try it. You know, again, unfortunately, not everything's in Game Pass. Um, the Tiny Tina game, for example, they had that. I think it was ten dollars. They had that. Oh yeah. The 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 one kind of runoff adventure, which actually was really long, and didn't even tap into all the stuff that's in this game, but. It gave you a kind of a, it was basically a demo for what Wonderlands is going to be. And actually Wonderlands is even better than that one thing, but that was still paid. But I kind of, that's what I kind of did. That. I was like, you know, let me try this. Let me see what I think. And, you know, it, it was, I really enjoyed the the commentary and that, that stuff and the funniness of the game, you know, crossed over, but it's almost like its own little adventure. It's almost like a D and D module, if you will. It was totally separate. Um, and it didn't have the overland or the overworld in it and, um, and stuff, but, uh, yeah, it, it gave me an insight as to what the full game was going to be like. And I, I really liked that. And then it was like, that's why I bought the full game. I would love to see demos. I wish they would require them. I understand that. Well, it takes so much time and it, you know, blah, blah, blah. If you're not going to do it, then, you know, allow us a you know, allow people to play the game for an hour or something, you know, to, you know, anything you buy, I mean, you know, you go in a store, you can try it out or you can return stuff, you know, you don't go and buy a car and never drive it. You know, you always test drive it, you know, um, I guess movies and books and music are different. This falls kind of in that category, but if I'm buying an album for $10 or 15 bucks or a book for that price, it's not $70. 
you know, I yeah. think when you start, when you're getting up into the $70 range, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Even like movies, if I buy, you know, sometimes I'll buy movies digitally because they're, you know, it's like, I can get it for, buy it for $12 or rent it for six. I might as well just buy it in case I like it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. but if I, if I don't like it, then it's like, yeah, it wasn't a whole lot of money. It's not a big deal, but video games are not cheap and it, it sucks to buy, pay 40, 50, 60, $70 for a game that you'd end up not playing and don't like. Right. So, I'm, I'm, I'm with silo. They need to bring it back. Um, I just don't think it can be that, that complicated of a thing to do. In today's world, I would think they could make a demo or just say, you know, even back, back in the day you would get like when they had freeware, right? You know, that's how, that's how you found out about a game. You know, you got to play the first level for free. Well, now we have Reddit. (laughs) Reddit. And IGN. No, that's Sony. Yeah. And that's, that's just not, that doesn't matter what a game is reviewed. It doesn't mean that that person individual is going to like it. I've really enjoyed Wonderlands. Doesn't mean everyone else is going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know? So, oh, yeah. Uh, but. Anywho. Yeah, I think uh, it'd, be, it'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. And, and nowadays you can play the, you, you would be able to play the demo and then wait like three weeks and then it's in a game pass. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. just put everything in game pass. And then there you go. If you don't, yeah, that would be, that would be kind of cool. So Microsoft says you either make a demo or you put it in game pass. Yeah. There you go. Require the demo. If you don't want to do that, then you got to put it in game pass. End of story. There you go. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I think we covered everything. Oh, we've got a discord group. Go to discord thisxboxlife.com to get over there to get into the server uh, and you can send us voicemails emails questions feedback whatever to contact at this xbox life if it's uh criticism then just send it to mark <laughs> how's that sure why not all right on with the discussion All right, we've got a couple things here to talk about. Uh, the big one, which uh, was kind of like the surprise, and technically it's a rumor, right? Yeah. Not necessarily legit, yeah. you know, based in fact or fish, fiction, whichever you want to uh, think about, but or whichever you would prefer. But, uh, you know, one thing that's been the case especially lately is that you know the ps5s are kind of like unavailable still from what i understand i mean not that i really followed a whole lot but the series x and s you know they are seen in the wild you can actually find them here and there maybe not always but you can you can see them and i know some folks have been posted in our groups when they see them um out and about and apparently uh, the reason why they are available in this worldwide chip shortage delivery shortage, huge mess uh, that's going on right now is that Microsoft paid some extra money 
to have chip priority for the Series X and S last year. I mean, smart for them. Um, yep. You know, come a little more money out of the pocket. But hey, you know, what is a company who's got everything, including money? <laughs> what are they going to do with that money if it's just sitting around doing nothing? They may as well put it to good use. But apparently, yeah, they paid for chip priority um, to get the Series X and S built, which means that, you know, they are more in retail. They're more available. And, uh, you know, that's pretty cool. That's that's really smart of them to do that. Right? Any, any thoughts I, on this? I think so. Yeah. It's no different than – I don't see it. I'm, I'm sure – some people might say, hey, this isn't fair or whatever, but who cares? It, it's not about being fair. It's about getting your product well, to the market. Right? Exactly. They're doing what it takes to get their product to the market so our, their customers can get what we want. It's no different than Sony buying or make, you know, buy paying for exclusivity on a game or Microsoft paying for exclusivity on a game. You know, it really isn't. Yeah. Microsoft's like, hey, we're gonna you're gonna make our chips. We know you're making the competitors, we're gonna pay you more. To make us a priority, like you know, I yeah. think there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, I mean, it's no different than like the fast passes and stuff at the theme parks and yep, uh, VIP areas at right. concerts and stuff. It's if you want priority, whatever, and you've got the money, then pay to play, man. Yeah, 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 on the big scale. And yeah. So it's it's interesting now. It it does, and I will say I will admit I think it sucks for um, Sony uh, customers that aren't able to find one. And what's interesting, I was listening to another show this past week where there was some numbers I guess that Sony had released, but there I, there's a large percent. So of all the consoles that they have said have been sold, mm-hmm. there's a large percentage that have never been turned on. And the the podcasting team that I was listening to, they were saying they were speculating that that's probably due because they're sitting in some scalpers warehouse and people are not paying out the seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars for these boxes. Yeah. And so there's all you know, that that the whole scalping thing was a big problem. Oh yeah. You know, for both for both companies. Didn't they sell out? No, that was the fridge that sold out in like thirty seven seconds. Yeah, that's like how stupid, but it, it's that way with everything. And I think these companies need to, they need to combat it some way. They need to figure this out um, because only the scalpers are, scalpers are making more money off the consoles and the devices than the actual manufacturers are, which I think is wrong. <laughs> it's, it's like, that's not right. Free market. Um, yeah. um, there's, but there's limits, you know? I, that's just, that is milking people. That is theft in my opinion, you know, that, that is outright theft for both, both sides. You know, the middleman is basically stealing from Microsoft or Sony, you know, again, we've said this in the past, they may not really care. They, they sold the box. Doesn't matter. They, you know, but it does because if all those devices, all those PlayStation 5s or Xbox Series Xs that are sitting unused that were sold to a scalper, that's lost revenue that both Sony and Microsoft would have, would potentially have to someone who for the last year, think about how many people are still don't have these consoles. You know, 
the they've they've had a year where they could have put money into that new box and new new games and you know so it does impact more than just the box it it impacts future sales so you know that's a thing i kind of i view it as theft of that company and then it is robbery uh to the consumer where it's like they dangle if you want this you got to pay twice the price you know mm-hmm. and then during a pandemic when so many people were losing jobs and money is not freely available it's like this this these companies need to figure out a way to combat the the ability for these bots to buy everything up immediately you know for their own reason i think for their own sake too because again it's taking money out of their pocket still so well the retailers don't care and they're the ones that that are really the retailers don't care yeah yes yeah but they're the, the ones that are too. losing but yeah it, they usually don't sell i mean the microsoft has a store which may or may not be microsoft but you know they don't they don't care it's the walmarts but the so, targets you know they don't care but if the manufacturers sell. sony microsoft nintendo could force like the walmarts of the world the targets the amazons if you want to sell our products on day one, then you need to implement this. The, you need to implement an anti-bot system somehow. Oh, it needs, or it you needs know. to be like the fridge, where later on you couldn't buy it online; you had to go into the store <laughs> to get it. And hey, remember how they used to do like Ticketmaster years ago? You get the or, wristbands. Or go, <laughs> the it lottery. would suck. Would go. But it would suck to have, you know, you and I, I know we just ordered them online, but I, for a new console, you know, <coughs> there, you could do an online lottery type of system or something, let people pre-order them and you, you got to show up and you can only pick up one. So I think, you know, I would happily go and pick it up because then I could go anytime I wanted that day and pick it up. I wouldn't have to camp out. You don't have to get in a line. You already got it. Pre- you already prepaid. You already got it reserved. You come in with your receipt. You get one. That's it. And your scammers and are 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 gonna. It's gonna limit what they have the ability to do. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Sure, they can get a bunch of their friends to come in, but you know, it's still not going to be able to take a, a hundred or two hundred. Boom! Right then, and all go to the same house. You know, I don't, I know, when a UPS truck or a FedEx truck showing up, one person's house is full of the same of PS fives. Come on, that's not that's that's a scammer. <laughs> so they need to fix it. They need to. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, yeah, good good thinking on Microsoft. Also, you know, with the PlayStation Five, they have two boxes, but they're identical with the exception of one doesn't have a hard drive. All the internals are the same. Huh? Disk drive or the CD drive? Oh, what did I say? Did I say hard drive? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, yes. Thanks for correcting that. I meant disk drive, so there's no disk drive, but the chips are the same. Where the Xbox Series S and the X are different. Mm -hmm. And I remember we talked a couple weeks back that it was stated that Microsoft could build two console Series S boxes for every single series X. So they're able to basically, you know, if you were like, you look at it, you get your premium and your, your basic and your premium, you could put out a bunch more of your basic SKUs or entry level boxes 
compared to, you know, where, where Sony's like, no, it's just all premium because, you know, from the chipset, it's all the same. Right. You know, so I, that has also benefited Microsoft as well. Mm-hmm. So it's been an interesting year. Um, I also saw something that basically said that Microsoft has essentially, so people are saying, I think some of the numbers out there have been that Sony PS5 has outsold the Xbox, but as of the last several months, the, the Microsoft, the Xbox is basically caught up and they're almost neck and neck now, um, on sold. Yeah. So something about how. I don't know when it was, but it was recent where the Xbox might have been the S it outsold the PS five and switch in the UK. Yes. That was, that was pretty recent. Yeah. So they have made some really smart moves. This, this go around. Good for them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, next up is, uh, we knew this was happening and I just thought this was interesting to talk about because this is one of the, the first, maybe not the first, but the first couple of instances where this is happening, where the new need for speed game, uh, that's coming out, uh, whenever that is, I don't know if it's coming out, uh, somewhere towards the end of 22, uh, there's no specific date. Yeah. But uh, the end of the year, yeah, end of the year, it's going to be current gen only. So, you know, we knew this is coming. It comes at every generation, right? Where, you know, we get both generations in this case, it's, you know, the series line and the Xbox one, you know, they make titles for both. You know, we have the uh, smart delivery and all that, but uh you know, it's it's going to start happening more and more where the Xbox One is going to be left out and the uh, Need for Speed is, is one of the games. So I don't know if it matters. I don't know. I mean, I love the idea of the of this franchise, but the games are usually meh. But uh, yeah, I just thought this was interesting to mention. Uh, and that's to- an EA title. Yeah. So if it if it ends up in the EA access or whatever the thing's called now, EA Play, mm-hmm. you might be able to stream it if you have from the cloud, if you have an Xbox One. Yeah. Because what was the there was another game they released that that's uh Flight Sim, Microsoft Flight Simulator. That was that was a that's a next gen only game as well. The only way, but Xbox One can play it by streaming it through the cloud. Yeah. So maybe that'll be an option for older devices. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, this is pretty cool. Are, are we done with that? Yeah. Yeah. Next, uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, there's a new update where with Series X and S, uh, you can actually do switching of your TV's input sing- signal with uh, your Xbox, you need the HDMI CEC. Like usually a TV has at least one of those ports, right? Like I think it's HDMI two on LG TVs and uh, you know, it has to be turned on and all that good stuff. But uh, they had a Twitter post that says uh, starting today, 
using the Xbox button, you can switch your TV's input back to your console when you press the Xbox button on your controller. You'll have to have HDMI CEC turned on and a setup that supports it, but no more digging for that remote. Nice! <laughs> yeah, which is nice. Yes. In some ways, I think that HDMI CEC works like magic. I don't really know how it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. And when it does, it doesn't matter how. It's just yeah, it does. It's yeah. So nice. <laughs> exactly. That's that's like uh, my car stereo with Android Auto. I don't know what's going to happen with Bluetooth. Every call I get, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> Different experience every time. That's what HDMI CEC is like for me. But that, that's pretty cool. Um, it's nice to see that they're leveraging that functionality of using that bus to uh, control the stuff. Uh, you want to the next one? Well, they also, uh, yeah. before I do, they also announced the ability to mute system sound effects as well. So oh, yeah. um, you can go into your audio um, portion of your settings and you can mute navigation sounds and notification sounds. Um, so that's if that's of interest, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the next one here? Oh, yeah, this was interesting. And it kind of goes into what we were saying before last week. Um, But uh, I'm just going to read the headline. 46% of U.S. PlayStation owners are interested in an Xbox Game Pass due to Activision deal, says a poll. And the same goes for Nintendo gamers. Um, So. Oh, wait, I'm going to disappear for a second for laundry. I'll be right back. Okay. Keep talking. All right. Um, so the, the poll was from the research team at YouGov, um, getting a lot of attention despite being first published back in January as it was spotted by VGC, but it indicates that nearly 50% of US-based PlayStation owners would consider subscribing to Xbox Game Pass based on the addition of Activision Blizzard games to the catalog. Uh, they surveyed 1,200 U.S. adults and 1,200 British adults back in January and found that Call of Duty was the franchise that non-Xbox Game Pass subscribers were most interested in with everything else far behind. Meanwhile, here are the s- statistics for non-subscribers who would consider signing up based on that deal alone. So it says, um, let's see, that's talking about what Game Pass is, and we know that. So this is those so this is people who don't subscribe to Game Pass who would consider doing it um for Xbox gamers 43% PlayStation gamer oh and this is in the US so 43% of Xbox gamer or Xbox gamers who are not currently subscribed 43% would consider subscribing based on Call of Duty in the UK it's 48% of Xbox in the U.S., PlayStation gamers, it's 46%. And in the U.K., it's 29%. So big difference. Um, in the U.S., Nintendo gamers would join Game Pass, 46%. And in the U.K., 26%. Uh, PC gamers in the U.S., it's 42%. And in, in the U.K., 26%. And then smartphone gamers in the U.S., 27%. And in the U.K., 20%. So even, even smartphone gamers um, are looking to... Uh, I mean, those are big numbers just because of one game. Um, it's just impressive. 
But uh, they pointed out in the report that the PlayStation figure 46% was a notable part of the statistics, even going as far to say it could put Microsoft in a strong position to carve up its main competitor's market. Um, And the other conclusion was that Call of Duty is going to be a massive benefit to Microsoft and the Xbox brand moving forward, bringing dedicated followers and huge growth potential for Game Pass. So very interesting. I like when we get numbers. Um, again, this is a survey um, from one company, but, you know, still to get those types of when they're polling all these different types of gamers and those are the numbers that that's pretty significant. Mm-hmm. Oh, heck yeah. So, yeah, maybe uh, Game Pass might might end up with a big, big boom here um, once all the Call of Duty stuff comes in. Oh, yeah. So. Then it'll have like 14,000 games in Game Pass. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And uh, the last thing I got, Rob, this has got to put a smile on your face. I don't know if you saw it this week. Yeah. But Tomb Raider is back. Uh, Crystal Dynamics has announced the brand new game. Um, They are going to do a new Tomb Raider game. Isn't that the Unreal Engine 5 demo? (laughs) Remember that thing that came out? Well, it is going to be on Unreal Engine yeah, 5. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the next game is going to be on Unreal Engine 5. We don't have a date or anything, but they did state that they are working on the next entry in the series. Um, they want to push the envelope of fidelity and deliver the high-quality cinematic action-adventure experience that fans deserve from both from both Crystal Dynamics and the Tomb Raider franchise. Nice. So that that's good. I'm excited by that. Yeah. So those those games were fun. Oh, crazy fun. Love them. And I would say they're probably still I mean the Unreal Engine I think just went uh, made available this week, I believe. Um I think it was officially launched if you will this week. So um, I'd imagine this game is still some time off and, uh, but I'm really, I think we're going to, you know, once, once these games, we start seeing unreal engine five games on our current gen hardware, you know, on a series X, it's an S it's just going to be amazing. Yeah. I'm, it looks really good. So, but that's it. Okay. For the week of April 4th through the 8th, we have a meager nine titles. I'll just tear through these real quick. <laughs> okay. Not that many. A legal Dungeon on April 5th came out. Uh, not sure what to make of this one, but oh, it is geez. out. Yeah. Uh, Lego, read, the, read the first sentence. Legal Dungeon is a game about organizing police investigation documents. Paperwork. Now, who uh, doesn't want that? Pass. Hard pass. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, April 5th. Uh, love the Lego games. I, I would totally play this. It's optimized for series XNS Smart Delivery. Uh, Lego 
Star Wars. Actually, I don't think I've ever played a Star Wars Lego game. I played a whole ton, bunch of the other ones. But um, apparently the digital edition also includes an Obi-Wan Kenobi playable character. MLB The Show 22 came out on April 5th or April 1st, depending on uh, what you got. It's Game Pass, optimized for Series X and S, smart delivery. This was like the crazy game that my son was interested in. Um, he's been playing the heck out of this thing. In fact, I was watching him uh, just play it last night. Hmm. And uh, he's really enjoying it. And it's always funny to see the PlayStation logos and stuff like that on, uh, on yeah. Xbox. <laughs> Replica, April 5th. Um, something about a mobile phone, whatever, whatever, whatever. Outbreak, Contagious Memories, April 6th, optimized for Series X and S Smart Delivery. Uh, it's an old school 90s horror series. Think Resident Evil, Silent Hill. Uh, Z Warp, April 6th, optimized for Series X and S. This is like, hmm. I think Windows Phone <laughs> graphics, maybe um, after Nokia gate after Nokia's, but uh, yeah, the fidelity on this thing is something else. They can't even give a year in the year twenty one double X. Like what the heck is that? Yeah, Chrono Cross: The Radical Dreamers Edition, April seventh. That was today. Um, remaster of Chrono Cross RPG Slipstream. This is like Ooh. an old school Outrun ish looking game. Looks like what Outrun and maybe Sonic. Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all the gold rings. Yeah. So a racing game inspired by visuals from late 80s, early 90s, and all that definitely looks it. And then Whiskey and Zombies, April 7th, optimized for Series X and S, smart delivery. It's like some top down. Looks like a twin stick shooter. Uh, maybe remotely interesting. I like the look of it, but um, dude, I like the yeah. name Whiskey and Zombies. Come on, yeah, there you go. It's got to be the gem this week. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I was so yeah. Looking through these, I'd say Shiny Pennies are the Lego Star Wars and uh, the show, definitely. And whiskey, maybe a and Lego zombies. Dungeon and Whiskey and Dom Zombies. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But yeah, that's uh, it for this week. Not a whole lot. And that's it. Thanks to learned your lesson for that music. Uh, definitely appreciate it. And uh, that's it. Do we have anything else? I think that's it. We don't. All right. So that's it for episode 550, right? It was 550. 650. 650. 650. Only 100 off. Behind. Yeah, I'm like two <laughs> years off. 650, pay to play. I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. And I'm Mark, a.k.a. Wingman 709, taking off.